Sinus X minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0. Welcome, this is Intune Radio, our first launch show. Welcome, Derin. Hi there, Wayne. Yes, it's very, very exciting to be to be doing this with you. And um, yeah, here we are. So Intune Radio, are you ready to fly, Derin? Of course I'm ready to. Actually, I'll tell you a little thing about my name. My name, Derin, means bird in Welsh. So yes, I'm definitely ready to fly. <laughs> here we go. Thanks, Rosala. <laughs> Hi, thank you for listening to In Tune Radio. You've probably discovered that this is the version without beats. To listen to the full program, as we'd like you to, uh, with beats, that's with commercial available music that sets the tone and the pace and makes everything sound really more uplifting and fun, then please go to our website, that's intune-radio.co.uk and listen to the full programme, grab yourself a coffee and enjoy. Thank you. Thank you, Rosala. So, this is Intune Radio, our launch first episode. I'm Wayne Flynn. And I'm Darren Oliver. As you already know, we are Intune Radio. Uh, you can find us online, intune-radio.co.uk. And we'd actually th- we actually thought we're going to tell you what's coming up in today's show, which is action-packed and full of great business information. Um, our main philosophy of the radio station is business with beats. And we thought we'd tell you a little bit more about how myself and Darren have come together to present the show uh, and how the idea of Intune Radio came about and who we're working with and that sort of thing over the next few minutes. Mm-hmm. Yep. When well, we started off, uh, well, actually, this was Wayne's idea. I can. God oh, bless you. <laughs> <laughs> it was all Wayne's idea. Oh. Um, but um, I actually met Wayne back in February at the start of this year, and he'd had this idea before that uh, for quite a while, I think, hadn't you? Yeah, a little bit. And actually, funnily enough, um, for some Christmas presents, I asked for, you know, relevant techie bits that I could use to uh, to get a show together but I never really did anything with it for some time yeah until actually working with you it sparked a few um few more thoughts to take it along the path that it has yeah because I've obviously got my studio and before lockdown and, and all that um yeah you sort of just suggested to me that perhaps you know we could use my studio to to make a podcast but then lockdown happened and all that changed so yeah. now the whole thing has has gone like so many other businesses and, and so many things uh at the moment is all sort of zooming and doing it that way but yes. we have managed and the idea of in tune was to uh gather together um, a number of um sort of business experts in different fields and to produce a a show where they could impart their uh, sort of wisdom and tips and hints and that sort of thing um out to the the sort of the community really wasn't it Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think particularly during today's times, you know, lockdown and redundancies and recession and all of this doom and gloom, we wanted to produce, um, dare I say, a showcast uh, and not a podcast. 
um, because we wanted to have some fun. Some entertainment business should be fun. And everyone that we work with has, um, you know, that kind of mindset, really, that, you know, we, we spend a lot of time at work. Let's have some fun. But there'll be a lot of people out there that are finding themselves in unfortunate situations. And maybe they're considering of doing something with their uh, time because they've been made redundant. And maybe they're experts or great at what they do and they want to do something more professional with it because they need a lifeline. They need to set up a business. They need to do um, lots of different things. And there's lots to consider when you're in that position. So we kind of thought, well, actually, if we get some experts together to talk about their experiences um, and ha have them reachable, you know, you can contact the people that, were, that uh, are on the show uh, and you'll find them on our website, intune-radio.co.uk. You can connect with them on LinkedIn. And the whole purpose of the show is, is to create an accessible platform that people can reach out, they can talk to us, um, send us an email, fill in the contact form, and also get involved. If you're in the business industry arena, you own a larger company, maybe you want to kind of think about how you can sponsor and do things differently uh, or advertise, and by all means, have a conversation with us. Exactly. So, so all saying about all that, um, I think I ought to tell everybody yeah, who we've got on yeah, our team. Yeah, who we've got on our team at the moment. So, uh, as we say, we have uh, Wayne here is a um, branding and web expert. Oh, we have you. me. Uh, I'm a voiceover uh, artist. Uh, we have Shane Stark, uh, who is a business expert. We then have Marissa Fernandez. I've said that right. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Uh, she's lovely. She's a really, really nice lady. And um, she is a language expert. She has a language school and teaches uh, Spanish, Italian and Portuguese. Uh, very clever lady. We've also got Amanda Wynn Evans in marketing. We've got Rob Tolley in telecommunications, Sarah Platt in social media, as well as Becky Hollis, who I think we're going to hear from Becky on this show today. Yeah, that's right. We're going to hear from Becky a little bit later. But we've also got a stop press, a new uh, uh, expert joining us from the charity uh, sector, Victoria Handbury. Imagine. So welcome to Victoria as well. So we've Absolutely. got a, a great crew together, uh, mm -hmm. in tuners, if you like, that we're <laughs> going to be working with um, through each show. And they've um, we, we, we've put together some some questions for them to to reflect on, which is very much about their top tips for, for people entering business for the first time for themselves. So if you're setting up a company, if you're finding yourselves that you need uh, more independence, maybe you haven't got the confidence to do it or you need to reflect on your situation and, and should you do it or shouldn't you do it, we kind of hope that you can um, listen to some of the, um, the advice and tips that our experts are going to impart, which is all geared towards launching a business. And we thought it really apt because this is our launch show. So we're actually doing a launching business series. So over the next sort of uh, three or four showcasts that we do, we're going to impart two of our experts' advice, which, which run for about 15 or 20 minutes insights into what they see as in, as like a golden nugget what you sh really should be considering when you're launching a business um so later on we've got uh, amanda win evans firstly we've got becky hollies but actually that's not enough for us because we <laughs> want to keep the show really light and funny so we're actually also with marissa we're going to be learning spanish um yes as best as we can in two minutes <laughs> <laughs> no mink feet yeah. and judge shane us, Yes, and Shane, who is our um, complete business expert, is going to uh, reflect on this, uh, the, the term of uh, elevator speeches and, and what it means and 
shining a light in that area. And, and, and it's the kind of thing you use if you're out networking, business networking, and you stand up and present 60 seconds. There's differences, but there's similarities as well. So we'll um, uh, we chat to Shane about that a little bit later. But first off, it's uh, it's Becky Hollis investing in you. Absolutely. Becky Hollis, Blossom Digital. Welcome to Intune Radio. Hello. Uh, hello. <laughs> A showcast that's beaming to the nation. And we're all about business. We're all about sort of encouraging aspirational thoughts, entrepreneurship, younger people. I cannot believe you're only 23 and you've had one business for about six years, I think. And a new business started this year. Um, quite an amazing feat. Can you tell us a little bit more about yourself, Becky? Thank you. Um, so, yes, I run two businesses. I've had a beauty business for six years and I've been doing nails and lashes in the local area. Um, I've just trained as an educator, so I wow. can now offer accredited courses, which is really exciting. Um, and then, yeah, I set up Blossom Digital, which is a digital marketing agency in March this year in <laughs> lockdown. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, after freelancing, doing a few little bits for some businesses in Shrewsbury for five years, I thought, do you know what? I need to set this all up properly, start actually promoting my services. It's something that I really enjoy. And yeah, it's kind of gone from there. Wow. Absolutely fantastic. And say, and, and as Wayne said, you know, so young. <laughs> it makes me feel very old. <laughs> I know. So you started when you were, what, 17? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean that's just amazing. I'm, I think I'm, I just I'm 17. I was never I, thinking about doing anything that sort of um, grown up. But I know. I think what was I doing at seven? I think I was working in a pub at 17. I started DJing, funnily enough, when I was probably about 18 or 19, very very badly. Um, but um, I can't believe, yeah, 17 setting up your own business is quite that's a feat. Great. And I think it's probably yeah. a reflection of today's environment because you know, to some degree, I suppose it's a lot easier to set business up because we've got the reach of the internet and you know um back in the day you probably used to knock on doors and phone and and you know you didn't have all of these kind of long reach outreach strategies right at your fingertips like social media and so forth becky yeah definitely yeah it, it definitely started off with sort of a lot of word of mouth um facebook was a big one for me but now yes. instagram's completely taken over that so really? wow. that's okay. interesting yeah. yeah a younger yeah. audience maybe on instagram do you think or yeah i yeah. think so yeah and i think you just get that bigger reach now because there's just so many more people using instagram and mm. yeah tagging you in their photos and their stories and then yeah the word just gets around so instagram is really good for leads now wow and Darren, I believe, didn't you do some, um, your past was in uh, beauty therapy? Yes, or? yes. I mean, I, I've been a, a voiceover artist, oh gosh, many years ago, three years. But before that, I had a beauty therapy business for uh, just over 20 years. Um, I set up, well, I, I decided that uh, that was the, the job I wanted to do. And I set up part-time, well, I trained, I trained for two years. Uh, and then I set up part-time. I had a job in a Shoe City, actually. Do you remember Shoe City that, that opened up in uh, the meal retail park? 
Uh, I, well, no, I wouldn't. I mean, you I didn't. Uh, of course, you were still over in. I was, I was in Birmingham. You were over yeah. in Birmingham, weren't you? But anyway, the, what there was, uh, it was a brand new shop when the retail part was just yeah. uh, just opened, and I had a job there, and I worked part time there and did my training, and then when I set up my beauty therapy business, I still worked at Shoe City as a. Yeah salesperson and then start had built up my clients slowly and then eventually i had enough to be able to to give up the shoes yes. and uh, just look at uh, people's bare feet and toenails and oh stuff. wonderful yeah wonderful <laughs> i hope you haven't uh, started eating your lunch or dinner or tea uh, sorry about um, that yes yeah yeah um, but yeah so i did the yeah, i did that for 20 years but um, yeah Wonderful. So, Becky, I mean, thank you for spending time with us. So you've got a um, – this is our launch show, and, you know, we're focusing on uh, great tips, really. Um, uh, something that, you know, um, you would really advise somebody consider if they're setting up in business themselves. And uh, we'd like to think – or we'd like to know, rather, what your thoughts were. You know, what would your uh, massive uh, kind of big tip for launching a business would be? So I would say definitely investing in you. And there's kind of two ways you can go about this. So one, it's investing in your well-being and just looking after yourself. Uh So doing what you enjoy, taking those times for yourself, um, looking after yourself through like good food, exercise, enough sleep, whatever you like to do. Um, And then also investing in your education. So continuing to learn and grow. um, And you can do this through kind of, following people that inspire you and that you inspire aspire to be yes yes. um and also um looking at things like membership programs um business coaches things like that really Mm. i must admit i like you saying about um looking after yourself i think it's very easy when you start in business to be so you know you're passionate about it uh, you've got all these great ideas and and you can end up that's all you do you just every day Uh, you wake up in the morning and you think, right, what am I going to do to to drive my business forward? Um, and it is, I certainly personally have found it very easy to get completely um, like one track mind, basically, that that's all yeah. I think about um, all day long, really, if you like. And even when I should be thinking, oh, I'm sitting in front of the telly or, you know, with my husband or, uh, you know, downtime is you're still thinking and thinking and thinking and I know that you know some uh you know sort of business people might say that's how you ought to be but personally I think that can be really stressful and and it's something that people should really you know think of of stepping back from doing that because it's a very easy uh, route to go down definitely yeah you have to get that balance because otherwise it just will you'll burn yourself out and you'll be no good to anybody Yeah, exactly. And also to your um, to family as well. I found it's, yeah. uh, I'm sure your family have, have you know, have been terribly supportive and so proud. Your parents must be so proud of you. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Wasn't that? <laughs> I mean, did, did they have any sort of, um, you know, business history or, or, you know, could they help you at all setting up your business or, or you know? Um, yeah, so my dad's kind of like a project manager. So he's very good at sort of the strategy side of things. Mm-hmm. And then my mum's in HR. So okay. she runs, yeah, she runs her own business. And then she's very good. Well, she used to be very good with like writing CVs, interview techniques, all of that. And then mm-hmm. now she's really good at the kind of, yeah, the HR side of things and yeah, making sure that everything's legal. <laughs> oh, right. So that's, um, well, yeah. Well, that's really 
really handy to have those yeah. to bounce <laughs> off, you know, and, and to definitely. help motor things further forward. Definitely. Yeah. And as you say, getting things done right. I think, um, you know, mm. we can all have some some ideas and, and, and want to do things. And sometimes we can rush into them. You can kind of say, oh, we're market testing to some degree. You can kind of say, oh, this is a pilot or or, you know, um, but I think unless you kind of take those steps back and do things properly, you'll yeah. probably find yourself, if your service or your products are popular, not having the time to go back and do it properly. It can be a real pull and a stretch and may even cost more to do so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's why I wanted to get kind of all the fundamental basics sorted before I started getting busier, because then I know that, you know, as it grows, hopefully I've got everything in place. Yes, mm. definitely. And the business coach aspect that again, for a for yeah. a young, um, I say young, you know, some people might even find you old at 23. <laughs> uh, not many, though. Uh, but um, um you know, it's really interesting that you've um, you've focused on um, investing in yourself in that aspect as well. You know, you've got good parents around you by the sounds of it. They've got great mm-hmm. experience, and, but you're still wanting an independent voice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I found my coach. Um, I actually interviewed her for my dissertation. So it kind of started from there. And she was just somebody that I absolutely aspired to be. You know, she's a complete expert in her field and she is just brilliant at what she does. Um, And then when I saw that she offered, you know, this kind of academy, it's a monthly fee and you get, you know, coaching calls, you get a Facebook page where you support each other, hold each other accountable, you get courses that you can take. So it just keeps on. I just don't think my business would be where it is without that because it just keeps progressing you. Yes, that's really interesting because it is so, um, especially if you're setting a business on your own and it is just you, um, Mm. it can feel very, uh, you know, it's exciting, etc. But yeah, you're just on your own and you, you, yeah, you can feel rather sort of, oh, crikey, what next? You know, it's all very well, you know, seeing advice and reading advice and all this sort of thing, but to actually have somebody else um, supporting you and being like, you know, a mentor or or, say a coach. um, Yeah. I'd say personally, I've you know, say when I, I set up my beauty therapy business twenty years ago, well, over twenty years ago, um, I really did it all myself. And I look back and think, actually, it, it would have been. It, to be fair, though, thinking about it now, like we were saying about the internet, of course, things are so much. There are so many more opportunities out there for um, you know, say, meeting business coaches, etc. So, uh, if I was setting up a business, um, yeah like that I would definitely uh yeah take that advice yeah definitely definitely. yeah and it's not that you oh sorry no go on fire away (laughs) Um, Becky I was gonna say it's not that you have to also invest that money if that's not something that you can do right now you can just invest your time in following those people and seeing what they're up to and keeping up to date with them it's not like I'm saying you know you have to join their membership but Mm, you know mm. a good place to start is to just find them Yes, yes, absolutely. And I must admit, I um, every morning as part of my routine, because um, that's another thing I think, like you were saying about the looking after yourself business, I think it's really important to have a, a morning routine. Um, and part of mine is actually to uh, watch motivational videos. I, as I'm, you know, getting up in the morning, uh, I go on YouTube and I watch, um, you know, 
say, motiva- motivational things on YouTube, which helps me. I mean, it sound, might sound stupid. It might sound ridiculous. Some people will say, oh, God, I can't stand things like that. But um, to me, to my mind, it gives me a good mindset first thing in the morning. And, um, uh, yeah. I think you're right. And I think, you know, it is – it. You know, over time, you might not necessarily know what you need when you need it. But I think over time, as things evolve and and things move further forward and you probably are in um, communication with different people that may well um, have some influence on, well, this works for me. Uh, Maybe try something like this. And I think um, keep being open minded about those kind of aspects, you know, that can help influence and, and, and better I mean, you know, essentially we're kind of talking about bettering yourself, you know, as, as time moves on. And um, I think it's kind of easy for the, for people who are employed. I'm not saying everybody who's employed takes it easy, but it's very easy to kind of think, well, you go to work, you do your job and you go home and home is separate and, and, and yeah. people are fine cracking on like that. And it's perfectly, perfectly normal. Um, but I think if you're in business for yourself, you probably have got to look at a few different aspects. And some of those are going to have to be looking after yourself and looking at influencing to, to move yourself further forward. So you're, you're constantly progressing. Yeah. And it's really hard to kind of separate, um, you know, life from work sometimes when it's your own business, because you don't have those set hours. And, you know, you probably some of us do work from home. So it's trying to separate those two so that you get that balance. And it is hard. Like I still haven't fully accomplished that. But, you know, I don't think you ever will. That's the thing. You know, there'll always (laughs) be things, crossovers, you know, different things. But as long as your mindset is like, well, you know, I know what I can handle over here and over here and never the twain shall meet as they say but occasionally they will um and you know it's clear focus really and understanding day-to-day life really and how that will affect you going forward so i think you know you're focusing on the on very much the right things by the sounds of it and um an absolute advocate for young entrepreneurship absolutely Thank you for joining us, Becky. Becky can be reached through our website. Send us an email, info at intune-radio.co.uk. Becky, thanks for joining us. Um, Becky's around for for advice, so by all means, send us an email. We'd love to hear from some young people who are setting up in business who want a little bit uh, uh, of an insight to maybe what they're doing, how they can do it. Becky is your person, and she's also running a very successful uh, beauty therapy uh, business, <laughs> setting up courses and doing digital media. Becky, thank you so much for joining us. Hi, thank you for listening to Intune Radio. You've probably discovered that this is the version without beats. To listen to the full programme, as we'd like you to, uh, with beats, that's with commercial available music that sets the tone and the pace and makes everything sound really more uplifting and fun, then please go to our website, that's intune-radio.co.uk and listen to the full programme grab yourself a coffee and enjoy thank you that was uh, Gloria Gaynor if you want to do it yourself incredibly apt for Becky's um, investing in you tip and I think that's incredibly valuable Mm -hmm. Um, you know very important to look after yourself and obviously consider how you move on with your life uh, beyond your career 
as much as what you're doing day to day. Terry, we've not yes. missed, we've not mentioned the Christmas show at all <laughs> yet. Oh um, dear, no, we haven't, have we? <laughs> Uh, just shows that this we're, we're not exactly uh, um, <clears throat> experienced doing this. But anyway, no, the Christmas show is rather exciting. This has been uh, an idea of Wayne's right from the start. Before we even thought about doing this show, Wayne had um, the Christmas show image in his mind. And we've actually got something rather exciting happening on the Christmas show. Uh, we've got something amazingly exciting, Darren. I'm over the moon with the Christmas show because we kind of thought, look, we... Um, we want to play music along and keep things, you know, really interesting and exciting because uh, business should be fun. But equally, you know, um, not a lot is happening in the community over Christmas with COVID and mm-hmm. you know, everything else and everyone's behind mm-hmm. locked doors. And so the, the thought was there's a lot of artists out there, particularly locally, that uh, don't have any shows to perform at, uh, you know. So we, I had the idea that rather than playing uh, Christmas records, which you will hear on our uh, on our um, our website version in tune-radio.co.uk, um, I kind of thought that we should contact local artists and see um, if they would be interested in supplying Christmas-related audio. So from one track to a 20-minute set, uh, as long as it's uh, Christmas-oriented, we'll do a, a Christmas show. And people have responded. It's been absolutely amazing. They have, they have, which is which is lovely. As you say, there's so many uh, you know creative people out there in in Shropshire um, who, yeah, basically they would be playing, maybe playing in, in pubs, they'd be doing open mics, um, and that just isn't open to them anymore. So yeah, the fact that we can do a little bit to help some people, you know, get their music out there, get heard, is is great. And say, obviously, to combine it with Christmas as well. So maybe some of our artists might be writing Christmas songs or uh, or just playing, you know, classic Christmas uh, tunes. Who knows? But anyway, that is happening in the Christmas show, which is, yeah, coming it's up. Go- yes, well, it's going to be re- released soon. It's going to be in a few weeks' time. And headlining is Shrewsbury Rock Choir. I mean, mm-hmm. amazing. So they normally do carols in the square, obviously, that's not happening, unfortunately. But if you want a slice of carols in the square, if you want to um, um, listen to some Christmas-related music, then tune into our Christmas uh, show that will be released mid-December. And not only that, but we have something amazing happening in the Christmas show, Derek. We do, we do. Yes, yes, we will be uh, playing the single from The Rock Cry. Sorry, I'm a voiceover artist. Um, from, <laughs> uh, from The Rock Choir itself, the National Rock Choir. They will be bringing out uh, their new single. Um, and it's, I believe, it's um, sung by all of the members of The Rock Choir nationally. That's correct. So it's, yeah, isn't it? Um, So, uh, yeah, and it is called Keeping the Dream Alive, and we will be playing that on our Christmas show. How exciting. We're really chuffed to get that, yeah. How exciting is that? So a big shout-out to local producer Rowan for for being involved and and, um, letting us play the single, which won't be heard that much, and we may even be, like, the first kind of, like, show yeah we might be the first time you've heard it to properly stream it yeah and it might be the first time you've heard it so it's really really exciting stuff so we can't wait um so we've got to crack on with the show because we've got so much to get through 
We have, we have lots and lots and lots. So, uh, right, coming up, we have got um, Marissa is actually doing a little bit of uh, teaching Spanish teaching to me. Spanish, and when. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it can't be that bad. Um, yeah. First off, we'll be hearing from Enjoy, who will be playing Anthem. And um, after Spanish, I Feel Love, 79 Club Remix, amazing track you must listen to that and shane is going to be chatting about elevator speeches a little bit whatever they are i haven't got a clue what elevator speeches are anyway (laughs) we'll tell you all about those so he'll be saying everything about uh, elevator speeches um a little bit later So so let's go straight into anthem by enjoy Hi, thank you for listening to In Tune Radio. You've probably discovered that this is the version without beats. To listen to the full program, as we'd like you to, uh, with beats, that's with commercial available music that sets the tone and the pace and makes everything sound really more uplifting and fun, then please go to our website, that's intune-radio.co.uk and listen to the full programme, grab yourself a coffee and enjoy. Thank you. Marissa, hi, thanks for joining us. Hi Wayne, nice Uh, to be here. Great. (laughs) Marissa is our language expert and she's taking on the amazing challenge of trying to teach us some Spanish, I believe. Um, so um, myself and Darren are poised. Um, we are. We don't have any um, a writing implements. We're going to try and learn some Spanish in the, in the space of a few minutes. And of course, um, Marissa is so experienced at this. Hands down, she'll get us speaking Spanish. Marissa, what, what should we well, do? What we're we doing? We we can try, Wayne. That's all <laughs> we can do. Is we will try. Right. My plan is to actually uh, introduce you to the very basics of the Spanish language with greetings today, okay. the, the first lesson. So I believe you have no experience or knowledge of Spanish before? No, no. No? No, really. very, very vaguely. Not really? Yeah. Okay. No. Well, you will be surprised because a lot of the things I'm going to tell you today, I'm certain that you have heard before. Okay. So it's going to be a lot of uh, listening and repetition. Okay. okay. And then at the end, my aim is to end up with a, a dialogue. We are going okay. to introduce wow. ourselves and uh, have a little dialogue. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Yep. We'll try this. Oh my Good. God. Right. Okay. Right. So the first thing you do when you meet someone is what? To say hello. So the easiest way to say hello is going to be hola. 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 Yeah. Hola. 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 No, hola. Fabuloso. Is hola. it hola or hola? Hola. 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 Okay. The spelling of the word is H-O-L-A. But guess what? In Spanish, the H is silent. Yes. So we are not going right. to sound the H. Okay. okay. So hola. 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 Perfecto. Hola. Perfecto. Perfecto. Good. <laughs> so the next one is going to be good morning because we're going to go through the stages of the day. So we have a good morning, which is going to be buenos dias. Buenos okay, I repeat. I repeat. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. Buenos dias. 
Hola, buenos días. Hola, Hola. buenos días. Hola, Ben is the... Oh, God, I've got it. Ben... Hola, buenos días. Buenos. Hola, buenos días. Muy bien, yeah. muy bien. So, I'm going to say it again at a normal speed, okay? So, okay. we're going to go uh, Wayne and then Darren. You're going to say it one after the other, okay? So, we are okay. not all talking at once. So, hola, buenos días. Hola, buenos días. Hola, buenos días. Oh, oh muy bien, muy bien. So, what if it's afternoon? So, we are going to swap the buenos días for buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Buenas tardes. Tardes. Like tardes, like Doctor Who, but with an E. Tardes. 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 That's the one. So, hola, buenas tardes. Hola, buenas tardes. <laughs> hola, buenas tardes. Muy bien. Yeah. So, hola, buenos días. Hello, good morning. Hola, buenas tardes. Hello, good afternoon. So now we are moving to the evening. Are you ready? I like yep. evenings. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we had buenos días, good morning, buenas tardes, good afternoon, and now we have buenas noches. Ah, noches, I've heard that one, noches. You have. Buenas noches. Buenas noches. Buenas noches. Muy bien. Hola. Hola. Buenas, buenas noches. noches. Hola, buenas noches. Hola, buenas, bu buenas noches. Muy bien. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> no trouble with the bueno. Bueno. You can do it. Okay. It's like a chocolate bar, isn't it? Bueno. Bueno. Well, that's it. But we are only having the buenos for the good morning. The others are buenas. Okay. Oh, okay. buenas. Buenas. Buenos. Buenos días. Buenas tardes. Ah, buenas. Buenas. Oh, buenas noches. Buenas tardes. Right. Okay, muy bien. So, to carry on with our dialogue, mm -hmm. we're going to move on to ask what your name is. Okay. okay. Right. So, there are many different ways to ask, but we're going to go for a simple one. <laughs> good. Oh, that's good. <laughs> Send for the better with us. I've got okay. a sweat on now. <laughs> well, with Joe, we can see you, anyway. Okay. Right. So, the question is, ¿Cómo te llamas? That's the question. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? That's it. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? That's the one. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Jamás, jamás, no jamás. Yes, jamás. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? So that's the question. Uh -huh. And the answer is going to be Me llamo Marisa. Me llamo. Me llamo Darren. Me llamo Wayne. Muy bien. Me llamo Darren. Perfecto. So, from the top. Hola. Hola. Buenos días. 
Hola, buenos días. Hola, ¿te llamas? I missed the bit. That bit. Wait, so I'm going to do it with Wayne first. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to, we're just going to do this dialogue together. So, hola, buenos días. Hola, buenos días. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Me llamo Marisa. Me llamo Wayne. Muy bien. Right. Darren, you ready? Yep. Hola, buenos días. Hola, buenos días. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Me llamo Marisa. Me llamo Darren. Muy bien. Okay. So, remember, if I ask the question, you just give me the answer. Now, because you uh -huh. don't need to ask me. So, how would you ask, and you? I y tú. It Okay, so let's put it all together now. Okay. Yes? Yep. Yes. So, Wayne, you ready? Yes. Hola, buenos días. Hola, buenos días. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Me llamo Marisa, ¿y tú? Me llamo Wayne. Oh, 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 right. Right. <laughs> oh my word, I don't believe it. I didn't, I didn't take any notes either. Darren, are you ready? Yes. yes, I'm ready. Hola, buenos días. Hola, buenos días. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Me llamo Marisa, ¿y tú? Me llamo Darren. Muy bien. Yay. Yay. Marissa, that it's is amazing. Like that is amazing. Thank you so much for stopping by and helping Not at us. all. You were I'm brilliant. Was... <laughs> we've got to try and remember it now for next time. Thank you so yeah. much. Speak soon. Cheerio. Okay. Thanks. Bye-bye. Hi, thank you for listening to In Tune Radio. You've probably discovered that this is the version without beats. To listen to the full program, as we'd like you to, uh, with beats, that's with commercial available music that sets the tone and the pace and makes everything sound really more uplifting and fun, then please go to our website, that's intune-radio.co.uk and listen to the full program, grab yourself a coffee and enjoy. Thank you. So Shane, thank you for joining us. Um, impart some wonderful wisdom with your business doctor credentials. Elevator pitches, they're, they're in the news, they're, um, they're in shows like The Apprentice, uh, and we have to use them when we're out networking and um, it's a way of communicating different aspects of a business. It's Americanism, and since you're from yeah. that neck of the woods slightly uh, in the past, <laughs> uh, I thought, that, well, maybe you'd be the best person to talk about them. Absolutely. Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm terribly intrigued as to why on earth it's called an elevator pitch. Please, you know, what's the origin of that term? <laughs> Well, it's, you know what? I always thought it was uh, an elevator pitch. It, it was probably explained to me at one point in time that because if you were, you know, if you jumped in an elevator with someone you were trying to impress, you had a very short space of time to convince them okay, um, yeah. you know, of your product. However, uh, I recently read a story that, that you know, and I hope it's true. Uh, you know, I, 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 I truly <laughs> hope it's true. Um, but it actually is based on Elisha Otis, the founder of the Otis Elevator Company. 
Okay. So um, in the 18, it was about 1850s, I think it was something like that. Elevators, lifts, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> one, one and the same. Um, but uh, they, they, the safety mechanism wasn't there. So if a cable broke, the elevator just dropped. Now, that can't happen today because there's safety locks, safety brakes um, in place. Thank God, yeah. Well, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Elisha Otis, he, he invented those. He invented, he invented the brakes. Um, but nobody was convinced that they would work because of the weight of the, of the elevators. Uh, yeah. they, they didn't think it, it would substantiate. So he created a open side elevator for the 1854 New York's World Fair. And mm-hmm. to demonstrate his product, he, he took it up as high as it would go on, on his example and uh, stood on top of the lift and had his assistant cut the cable. <laughs> what? Boy, literally, <laughs> my God. being 100% in on a product, you could not be more in on a product than he That's was. Sales pitch, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, but, you know, the rest is history because they're the largest manufacturer of, of elevators um, all over the world. But it proved uh, that, that what he had produced, you know, worked. Um, yeah. So thus, the elevator pitch is, you know, trying to impress, you know, someone or a wider audience in a very short space of time, grab the attention and, you know, leave them them with no, no doubt that your, your service, your practice is what they want. Right. Oh, very interesting. It is very interesting. I think it's actually from a, from what I've conjured up in my little mind as I've listened to the story, um, far more attention grabbing and probably based a little bit more on visual stuff. Never mind um, what we understand now is, uh, you know, stand up and present yourself, you know, for 30 seconds yeah. in a potentially in a lift, you know, how one would understand it, um, you know, uh, without that story. Um, yeah, it just, there's just lots more kind of like um, visionary stuff that pops into yeah. my mind, really. Yeah, well, I, I, I think you know, if you can separate the, separate the two, because a 60 second pitch yeah. is, is different from the classical elevator pitch. And I, I know, I know they, they get merged. And to me, it's kind of like talking about PR and marketing. You know, I think yeah. sometimes yeah. people get PR and marketing can, you know, can confuse. So, yep. you know, an elevator pitch, you know, like marketing is, is selling a product, a very specific thing, you know, uh, you know, at a very specific time. Mm-hmm. Whereas networking for me is more like PR. You're, you're trying to represent a brand or, or build mm-hmm. a brand or, or establish that to, to a network, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's networking kind of does what it says on the tin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if, if, if it's an elevator pitch, you're, you're really go back to Elijah Otis, you know, he recognized there was a, a gap in, in the market, you know, elevators weren't stopping when the cable broke, you know, <laughs> kind of one of those things we just take for granted now. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so, so his sales pitch was all about, you know, exploiting that gap in the market, you know, showing people how their lives would be better as a result of his product, preventing that gap or filling that gap, if, if you will. So again, very much a a sales pitch. It didn't do anything for the Otis brand other than the fact that people saw the locks on the elevator. So they knew the product and then they associated it with the brand and not the other way around. Mm -hmm. Whereas networking Networking, you can't really sell at a networking event. At least you know, very few people can, can do it effectively. You have to have a phenomenal product um, that just grabs people's you know, attention from, from the get-go. Then they can instantly see how much better their lives are going to be because mm. of you know, using your product or, or your service. So really networking is about finding those contacts, you know, 
being able to pull them away outside of the event or the meeting and start those one-to-one conversations and build those relationships. And that, that's really where that 60 second comes in. You know, you really want to, you know, position yourself um, and the brand more than the actual selling of, of your services or your product. Mm-hmm. So how would you say, um, you know, uh, I would imagine you'll say it was good for somebody to learn, you know, their 60 second sort of, well, not, so you're basically saying an elevator pitch is a, a selling of a one product, whereas a networking pitch or, or uh, um, whatever we call it really, um, yeah, pitch, pitch is, is different. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. The 60 seconds. Yeah. So, 60, yeah, so, so, really, so it's, it's basically an idea for people to think, right, how in 60 seconds, what sort of points would you think they should try and remember to say, but without sounding, as you say, salesy? Yeah. Well, I think if when you're trying to build your network or, or establish that, you need to be clear who you are and what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, communicate that. If I just mm. walk into a room and say, hey, everybody, I'm Shane Stark. Let's do business. Mm. I would. Yeah, yeah well, you know. I wish, with that name, I wish there were, with that name alone. <laughs> <laughs> Wish there were more Waynes in this world, to be honest with you. Um, but, no, but, if, but if you explain who you are, um, yeah. what you do, uh, you know, what you're looking for. Um, and, and generally, I, I find that when I'm doing 60 seconds, I try and find a, a theme that I can stick with for a four to six week um, period, you know, and, and kind of repeating that because, you know, 60 seconds, and especially if you're in a, a very large room, um, you know, we tend to forget 80% of what we've just heard within a matter of, of minutes. Mm-hmm. So, but if I can keep coming back with the same theme, you know, people may think, oh yeah, Shane, he, he always talks about that. That's that yeah. guy. So yeah. then there's the association with that. Um, and then as silly as it sounds, wrap it up the same way you started. Tell people who you are, what you do, and then thank them for their time. Yeah. You know, be 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 polite about it. You know, keep in mind that, Everybody at a networking event is predominantly selling and not buying. Um, yeah. So you really have to find, you know, the, you know, the the link in, I guess, for for lack of a better word, um, that's going to help you establish those relationships. And if you're, you know, if if you're new to networking, or if you're just starting up, or if you're thinking about starting a business and you're trying to, you know, find some contacts and stuff like that, you know, really take the time to listen to what's being said. Uh, and make notes. I think that's where, you know, some people probably don't get as much out of networking because they're so focused on what they're offering. Mm-hmm. They don't always listen to what what other people are offering and how it can benefit them. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think yeah, again, it's, networking it's got to be you know. Whereas going back to the elevator pitch, I'm just going to blast you with why I've got what you need and why your life's going to be better as a, re- a direct result of it. Networking is a bit more of, of establishing a relationship and a dialogue. Yeah, I think, you know, networking, you definitely kind of reap the rewards later on, don't you? It's definitely not a, uh, I mean, you certainly have to kind of stand up and, uh, and kind of talk your corner to some degree. But you know, you could quite easily bring fun into it. I think business should be more about fun, you know, honesty. I think um, uh, it also helps to set you apart a little bit as well, I think. Uh, But you're right with the memorable stuff. It doesn't have to be related to your service or your product. Uh, but you could just have a little bit of fun with it. I found that um, mentioning the fact that I had a young son uh, constantly and how old he was at each meeting uh, started to probably great on some, but connect with others uh, uh, to the point where people would actually email asking me uh, about my son more than um, what it is. 
actually do for a living. So yeah. um, it's kind of interesting what you can do and how people can connect. Um, it's funny as well that people probably uh, associate or link to animals quite readily as well. Um, yeah. You know, particularly if you're kind of pushing this onto, you know, social media engagement and those kind of things you know what is different and unique about you people probably respond more to a picture of your dog playing in the in the autumn leaves as it would be at the moment than uh, than a a service pitch you know so um and yeah. it comes back to understanding your market i suppose and mm. that sort of thing one question that's sort of Sorry, come ahead, to dear. my mind is that um i have to say i i personally think i'm rubbish at networking um because I get so nervous. You wouldn't think I would from the job I do, but it's but I do. So have either of you um, got any tips on, you know, there's an awful lot of people who go to networking meetings that I'm sure feel exactly the same, that they've got to stand up and do their little pitch bit. Um, so, yeah, have either of you got any tips on how to overcome that and, and you know, perhaps what to have on their little uh, notes in front of them? to to stand up and say yeah. when it's like introduce yourself oh my god i've got to introduce myself <laughs> well <laughs> you, and, and and you know what it's it's for as much as we know about ourselves and and what we do because we do it every day we live our lives every day we, we are us every day hmm. it's hard to get up and talk about yourself it you're, is you're absolutely I find right. it really it's, scary it's, it's not an easy thing so I used to practice talking about myself. I would write things down. And sometimes when you hear yourself say something out loud, you'll know if it sounds good or if it sounds bad or you, know, you say it in a slightly different way. But again, you know, practice, practice, practice. You know, a 60 right. second is yeah. your brand. And if yeah. you're nervous for 60 seconds, then your brand will be nervous. Yeah. You know, it's not about what you say or what you do. Yeah. Um, but if, but if you practice it, at least then you kind of know where you're going with the conversation. And mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't always. If if you're not 60 seconds, there's you know, if you get what you want across in 30 seconds, mm -hmm. that's fine. I think some people get so yeah. caught up that if I don't talk for 60 seconds, you know, it's yeah. it's going to look bad on me. No. If your message is very clear and succinct, and people can can you know sign off on it and they get it, mm -hmm. 30 seconds is all you need because the next 30 seconds you spend talking trying to fill that gap is actually going to be detrimental as opposed to, mm. you know, benefiting what you've just done. Mm. Yeah. People start waffling, don't they? Yeah. And faster and faster. I'm also a big fan of business. I, I think anytime we can borrow somebody else's good ideas, more networking, we see somebody do something, um, you know, or say something in a certain way or communicate something in a certain way, you know, try, try and borrow those, those good ideas and, and, you know, see how they fit into your, your reptile, there's plenty of times that I've been networking. I've been saying a message that I thought I was saying very clear. And then I've heard somebody else say exactly what I was saying in a much better way. Mm. Oh, God, that, that, sound, that sounds so much better than what I just said. <laughs> <laughs> I think as well, like kind of you were mentioning there, taking note of people in the room, you know, and talking to those that have been networking for some time. You know, if you're going to commit to to network you, you you're going to go on a path of um of learning the skill you know you're not going to learn it overnight really to deliver a successful pitch that people are going to find interesting and when you've got the bare bones of it like anything it's like any kind of marketing initiative if you like once you've got the bare bones of what you want to say uh, that you replicate week in and week out you know mm. um then you're just kind of like thinking of maybe um a, a couple of lines of text you know a, a bit of new information 
uh, that is, you know, something that you might steal from the news or what's happening in culturally or whatever it might well be. But mm-hmm. it's something that is kind of different that you can impart different. So um, I would always kind of start off like um, Shane's mentioned, um, you know, a brief biog and background. And um, and then I'd tailor it into what I've been looking at, maybe a project that week and then and then re- signing off something similar. I'm not necessarily out to make a huge point or, or, or anything like that. It, it's maybe just an update on some project or, you know, or a delightful testimonial or, or anything really. Um, so we don't have to be, um, you know, too uh, ju- judgmental on what we're out to achieve within our kind of 60 second pitch just getting out there and doing something i think is uh, part of the of, of winning the yeah. uh, the fight so to speak with your own personality constraints you know mm, mm. Yeah, and i mean and, I, and sorry go on oh sorry there just just real, i was just going to add one more thing to that again mm-hmm. going with the you know kind of new business launching new business you know that that sort of thing you know buyers have to go through and and relationships as well you, you kind of have to go through this no like trust scenario right um, so getting people to like you is, is obviously much easier than getting people to, to trust you. You know, that, that just takes time. Yeah. So if you are going networking and, and whether you're really good at networking or whether, you know, you're really bad at networking, constantly being there, you know, having conversations yeah. with people just because you're not good at 60 seconds, you know, odds are people will learn to like you. And if, if they understand what you're saying, they see the benefits of it just because you don't present it well and good, you know, don't let that deteriorate. But you've got to be consistent. You've got to keep showing up and you've got to keep being present. Mm. Um, you know, I, I, I'm on quite a few, you know, networking or networking events across the circuit that, that a lot of us are on. And you see people that pop in every other month, you know, every 90 days, something like that. They, they say their bit and then you don't see them for a yeah. while. They're, they're great people, but I can't build a relationship with them. You know, it, it's it's not as easy as the folks that I, I see on a regular basis. So, you know, once you commit to it, you know, be present to the event, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, be yeah. present. And, and again, like I said, listen to what's being said, but also just be consistent with it, you know, constantly show up and, and be there. Let, let people get to, you know, obviously online now, let people get to know, uh, you know your, your face and, and what you sound like, you know, first mm-hmm. and foremost, and they'll build the relationship from there. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. Yeah. Great tips as ever. Shane Stark, business doctor, Shropshire. Thank you so much for your time, for imparting some wisdom, and we'll speak Absolutely. again shortly. Absolutely, yes. Thank you very much, Shane. And, and it, to be fair, that's also made me think, perhaps I should do a bit more networking. Come on, be brave. Get out there. <laughs> see you out there, Darren, definitely. That's great. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. See you soon. Okay, okay thanks. Cheers, Shane. Thank you very much to Shane. Um, Coming up, we still have another expert of ours. We have got um, Amanda coming up with her next big tip. Uh, And we have also, we've got to tell you again about the Christmas show, haven't we? I'm just going to mention that one more time. Christmas. Christmas. I know it's people don't want to hear about it right at the moment, but yeah, Christmas show will be great because say it will feature local artists, um, giving them a chance to to, uh, be creative, get their sounds out there uh, and as well as the rock choir single should we we caught up with amanda earlier in the week we did and yep. she uh imparted her building resilience uh business mm. which she thinks mm. is uh you know the golden nugget advice if anyone was setting up to um to be aware of you know you've got to be 
resilient in business in life certainly at the moment you definitely have to be absolutely and you've got to kind of focus and any and it's not too dissimilar to becky's investing in you you know mm. um be considered we, we talk about being in business and doing different things uh and being successful and great at what we do but that's only part of it if you're not looking after yourself then you can't really move on in your career and you you, you know you could find yourself you know, a disservice to your family and friends because you're too mm-hmm. focused on, on working and not looking after you and doing the things that you love. Because after all, being in business for yourself, part of that should be that you love what you do, but also you're giving yourself the time to spend with your loved ones is incredibly valuable. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole work-life balance that, that you know, you still have to think about even when you actually love your work. It's, uh, yeah, running your own business, you have to go to think about that. So, yes, Hi there. Right, today we have got the wonderful Amanda Wynn Evans here on Intune Radio, and she is from Wynn Marketing. Uh, so welcome, Amanda. Hello. Hi, Amanda. Hi. Lovely to have you here with us today. Um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and, and what you do and uh, that kind of thing? Yes, no problem at all. Well, uh, we are a marketing consultancy. Um, I've actually been self-employed for 10 years now. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's really, really exciting. That's gone really quick, yeah. It has. So I um, kind of started off as a sole trader and then the company became limited four years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, we help with we help businesses to get clear on their marketing before they start getting overwhelmed and spending money here, there and everywhere without being totally sure about what it is that they're trying to achieve. I think that's probably the, the best way to explain it. Mm-hmm. We work quite a lot with work quite a lot with regulated businesses such as um, insurance and financial advisors and sort of different people like that who are in the professional services sector. Um, yeah. it can be it can be harder for them to do their marketing because of all of the regulations and the compliance that they have to follow as well. So we help them around that kind of thing, the the lovely GDPR and all of those sort of different things and the data, getting it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is still terribly important at the moment. I mean, must be, GDPR to a lot of people can puts the fear of God into them, really. So uh, <laughs> it's good, good you know all about it. I think I've sort of got a got an attitude of right. I want to know what the rules are, and then I'm going to find the most creative ways to uh, still fit within the rules, but but still do what I want to do and what the business wants to do. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a plan. Yeah. So it's all about kind of being uh, being creative, but also sticking within yeah sticking within the rules because obviously we have to do that. Yep. Okie dokie. Great. Well, um, we are going to ask you now for your top tip in launching a business, to help in launching a business. Um, so take it away, Amanda. Well, for me, it is all about building your resilience. Right. Okay. And there is so much to this word. And I think when people first start out in business in particular, they're not thinking really about um, how they're going to cope because they've not done it before. So it's one of those things, if you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know when I first started out, all I was thinking was, am I good enough at marketing to do this? You know, can, yep. I, can I prove to people that I'm as, as good as people that are already out there? And all mm-hmm. those sorts of thoughts. And how am I going to get new, uh, new customers? How am I going to get in front of people? What, you know, like, where do you start? You know, all those sorts yes. of things. 
<laughs> but what I quickly found was it's more about uh, getting your mindset straight and, and building this resilience so that you can put yourself in, in the place of being a business owner and accepting that you are one and that you are good enough and all of those sorts of things that that's, that people have going through their heads. There's uh, something called imposter syndrome, which mm. I've spoken to a lot of people with, and they, they've really struggled with um, with that themselves. So, in in building this resilience, what I mean is um, to just knowing that if you want to go and do this, you can, and you can go and make it happen. And anything that is put in your way, whether it be or you know, money, fear. Um, overwhelm, children, (laughs) (laughs) unsupportive partners, mothers, you know, anything like that. You know, if you Mm -hmm. are totally clear and sure that this is what you want to do and you have a real passion about it and you just know in your guts that you can go and do this and you can go and make it happen and you're going to enjoy doing this, Mm -hmm. then go and do it and just be resilient to all of those things because you'll find a way, you will always find a way. Mm. It sounds very similar as well. You know, the resilience part, it's, it's almost um, the shadow to follow your dream, isn't it, really? Because, you know, if you're, if you're wanting to follow your dream, like you've mentioned, if someone has a real passion or a belief or a, or a drive to do something that maybe they were doing as a hobby uh, and now they want to professionalise, maybe, um, you know, they found themselves in a position where they feel they can do a better service in the company that they work for, you know, I think resilience is definitely the shadow of, of the dream. It's something to rely on. Yeah. So there's reasons why, isn't there, where people mm. decide to go and set up their own business. And most of the time, that reason can be forgotten in all yes. of, of the busyness and the things that you feel that you need to do. And yeah. so I call that the the why. And there's a brilliant book actually by um, Simon Sinek about what's your why. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I always say to people when they start working with me, sometimes they feel a bit lost or they're a bit fed up, you know, almost a bit trapped within their business and then mm. they're feeling like they're not moving on. Um, it's reconnecting with that why you started in the first place. Mm. And really thinking about, okay, well, how can I how can I carry on? So for me, I was in a corporate job which was very, very stressful. And, um, I just had, I'd had two children when I went back after the second one, it was, it was just even worse. And I wanted to go part-time. They didn't want me to, I was sat in a corner, um, away from everyone I was with before. It was, it was like, I was just kind of shunned for being, for being a parent. It was really yeah. disgraceful. Mm. And so, but you know what it gave me, I'd already had this thought in the head of, I'd love to set up my own business, you know, in the future. Mm. And then when all this was happening, it really did accelerate my passion to go and make this happen. So that was my why at the time is I really want to set up this business so I can get out of here. I can support myself. I'm in charge of the time that I spend with my children now, mm. you know, it, it not worrying about booking leave all those all those sorts of different things so that was really my why um but i was ever so passionate as well about helping other people with their marketing and because i've been lucky enough to work with you know multi-million pound budgets and working on huge product um projects that i knew i could bring those big business skills to smaller businesses and help them to have that sort of mindset but on a smaller budget to a 
to a smaller scale. So, I, you know, once once the the business was launched and I was home with the children or in my little home office and and running along, it was you know the passion just became all about the clients and helping them get to where they wanted to get, no matter what. Yeah. And so I had to be ahead of my game. I had to build up my resilience. And there were times I woke up in the morning, you know, you just think, oh, oh God, I just so love to stay in bed this morning. And I just feel a bit rubbish. And yet I've got this meeting at 10 o'clock and I've got to be all perky for my client, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So it was really, really drawing on your inner strengths because I think, well, no, they're paying me for my perkiness. They're paying me for my creativity and my ideas. I've got to be on it. You know, I've Mm got to be there. So Mm -hmm. you I found I was needing to build myself up more um, mm-hmm. so that I was then able to be awake sooner. Um, I began a morning routine. Excellent. Yes, I'm a great believer in, in, in morning routines. Um, in fact, probably only in the past sort of six months. But I've, I've yeah, been re- reading a lot about how that's really important. And it's actually one of the things that, that it's successful people do is have a routine, no matter if you don't have to get up for that 10 o'clock meeting or whatever, it's still having the routine. So what's yours? Yes, well, it's gone a bit shaky through lockdown. Let me be 100% honest. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got a bit shaky through lockdown, I think, yeah. <laughs> um, but I got it really, really down to a T at one point. So hmm. I started getting up. Uh, this time I was still doing the school run with my children. So it's like, how can I fit something in? You know, so I was a good sort of few months deciding, no way can I possibly have one of these. You know, who hmm. do I think I am? I'm not a successful <laughs> billionaire. I don't need a morning routine. You know, all of those things again. And mm-hmm. then you sort of get over that and go, come on, woman. Um, get on with it so I realized that uh, yoga really helped me hmm. and I was having some problems with my back at the time as well so when I started doing just some easy yoga stretches I felt so calm and it woke my body up so that was mm-hmm. a good start a cup mm. of coffee obviously needed <laughs> as part of my morning routine. I think so many people have that as part of their routine yeah <laughs> yeah so what I do is wake up first thing get the yoga done then go and sit down and I'd read a business book for 10 yes. minutes yep, yep. whilst I was having my coffee. So it was kind mm-hmm. of two in one. And then just reading a few paragraphs of, of a book. I was trying to get through a book in a month. Mm-hmm. Um, just, oh, immediately my brain went, yes, come on. Here you are. Let, let's get on with it. You're, you know, yes, you've tired Amanda the mum this morning, but mm. actually you're also Amanda, the owner of the business. And people are calling on you. People are counting on you. You've got to get up and get on with this. Mm. So mm. it really, um, it it really works well. And then I do. Um, this is might be a bit woo woo for people, but uh, in trying to get my mindset straight and in breaking out of my own comfort zones and what I was capable of, I started doing some affirmations. Mm-hmm. I wrote some sentences which helped move me on from the beliefs that I'd had in my head yep. um, of, you know, trying to achieve higher income levels, trying to get over things like yeah, not being good enough, all this sorts of little things that I think run through the majority of people's heads, to be honest. And mm-hmm. it's like a big spotlight shines on them when you, when you start up your own business and you have to go and deal with them. So I'd sit there and I'd read this thing to myself. And, uh, and then by the end of all that, and obviously the caffeine had kicked in, it would be like, right, <laughs> I'm off, I'm ready. Then. Yeah. yeah, 
going to go change the world. And then I'd go and get the kids up. So then when they were like, oh, we don't want to get up, I was going, come on. It's yeah. all perky. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Have you um, ever heard of somebody called Mel Robbins? She's got oh, something yes. called the five second rule. I have to say, I would recommend anybody out there who does need a bit of motivation and um, and, and to help with their resilience uh, is to, to look up uh, Mel Robbins. She's a speaker and she came up, well, she, she won't actually say she invented this, but it's something she's kind of worked out and she called it the five second rule, yes. um, which is basically going five, four, three, two, one, go. And it sounds ridiculous, but just doing that, if, you, if you're supposed to get out of bed in the morning um, and you're always, you know, pressing the snooze button and thinking, oh, God, I don't really feel like this very much. And, uh, but if you just to yourself go five, four, three, two, one, get up and go and do that and act on it, you're kind of... Um, uh, bypassing your brain, thinking, oh, God, no, it's nice and toasty in here. You just do it. I mean, it's a bit like Nike's just do it, really. But but it, it, it works. It's surprising how it works. But um, So anyway, so, yeah, that's just my uh, – and she's the person who made me think about having a, a morning routine. So uh, – and I, it does work. I do five, four, three, two, one, and I get out of bed. <laughs> oh, yes, it's brilliant. Actually, I was lucky enough to see Mel Robbins speak in oh, Las really? Vegas. Wow. Yeah. I was at a conference over there and she was one of the main speakers. Yeah. Um, it was absolutely amazing. But yeah, and there's a lot of psychology in the book, isn't there? And, and mm-hmm. science done, actually, mm-hmm. on how the body mm-hmm. reacts first thing in the morning. And it was saying the more that you hit the snooze, it, it sends your body back into that, that sort of sleep pattern. And then when yeah. you do get up, it takes your brain longer to wake up because it's got confused as to whether you should be awake or asleep. So you still feel worse at 10 o'clock. Whereas if you mm-hmm. just got up, then you'd be all right by nine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'd love to see her speak. I should think that was fantastic. So uh, yeah. when was that? Oh, about two years ago, Yeah, now, I think. Yes. Um, yeah, well, hopefully we can get out and about in the world again soon. <laughs> yes, it would be nice. Yes, I ju- I've just <laughs> seen her virtually. So <laughs> it was great. Well, you saying about book recommendations, so that one is brilliant. There were also two I had down on my list, if it's okay to share. Absolutely. Yes, please do. So one of them is Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway by Susan Jeffers. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. This book really did change my life because I was struggling at the time with with a fear of success, which sounds a bit crazy. But uh, I also felt like I had a fear of failure Mm -hmm. and a fear of success. And it was like I kept pinging around between the two. It was like I I think a lot of people will will understand that feeling. Yep. Could be good, but not too good because then mm-hmm. people won't like you. Then people yes, have issues absolutely. with it. Yeah. And it was, oh, I was stuck with that for years. So that really helped me get over that. Feel the fear mm-hmm. and do it anyway. And the other one was The Big Leap. <gasps> absolutely. Hendrix. Yes, it's fantastic. Yes, yeah. absolutely on your wavelength. I have read that as well. And that was fantastic too. Really, really, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Excellent book. it kind of makes you think, why have I been worried about all this stuff before? Because it's it pushing does. you out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. and saying mm-hmm. anything's possible for anyone. You know, who, yeah. who we look to now, who we aspire to, um, whether it's business people, uh, you know, Steve Jobs, Richard Branson, the sort of general entrepreneurs people think of, or whether it's celebrities or anybody who's sort of in the spotlight, you tend to think, oh, I can't be like them. But they're just people who were born as babies and went to school and grew up, you know, did exams or didn't do exams. There's Mm -hmm. there's 
no one who's who's super special they have just got there through their resilience and through their hard work and just pushing themselves to go and make the thing that they wanted to happen happen yeah yeah absolutely we can go do it too we can we can and in fact you sang about uh yeah people we've heard of um uh, there was a lady who I saw a television program about, and there were other people out there might have seen it. it was Ben Fogel, um, Life, New Lives in the Countryside. Uh, saw this the other day, and it was a lady who was a nanny in London, and she decided that she didn't want to do that anymore. And she decided to uh, what she'd like to do uh, is look after animals. And she saw an advert for a small holding and petting zoo up in uh, John O'Groats, and she basically scrabbled a loan together. She didn't have any savings. She took off and went to the other end of the country. She had no um, experience in looking after animals um, or, or doing any, or running a petting zoo or even running her own business. But she wanted to do it. Like you say, she had a why. And her why was to get out of London, go into the countryside and, and be with animals, which is what she liked, not that she'd ever looked after any before. But she did it. And she is still successful now. It was great. It was a really uplifting uh, program to see because you kind of at the start of it think, she's really, is she really going to do that? You know, she's a nanny. She's not, she's not sort of, say, a, a high-flying businesswoman at all. But um, well, she's certainly high up in the country because, say, she's in John and Groats. And she's still going now. And I oh. just thought, what a success story. And like you say, she's just a person. Just a person yeah. like any successful business person is. It's just a human being. So, um but yeah, and she obviously had resilience. <laughs> Where there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely, yes. And and you do find your way. But just to, um, I must say, as a marketing person, mm-hmm. one of the one of the key things that helped me and has has helped my clients as well is having a marketing plan. Yeah. Um, it seems like you know so, something that only massive businesses do. You know. Um, and, you know, no one's going to come around knocking on your door and checking whether you've got one of these or not. There's no marketing police. Well, other than me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, I think people start off with a business plan, even if it's just in their heads. If they're going to set up this, you know, there's money involved. There's people involved. There's, you know, you, you might be finishing a job and you want to start something else. So you, you do need to plan out what you're doing. There's lots of things on the internet about how to write a business plan. Um, plan and you can do it literally in one page it doesn't have to be some enormous document you're going to submit somewhere but I think from your from your business plan which is really what's your business idea how is it going to make you money who's your target audience and how are you Mm -hmm. going to start it off that's Mm -hmm. that's the main things that you need in it and then your marketing plan is how are you going to communicate that business idea to the world or specifically to your target audience who you think is going to come and work with you and be interested in this. Um, The great thing about your marketing plan is when you do have these mornings where you don't feel right or you're feeling a bit overwhelmed or you're like, what on earth am I doing this for? You know, (laughs) and you're struggling and people haven't paid and and you're a bit lost as to what on earth you are doing. If you look at this marketing plan, it will break down what you're doing into missions and give you mm. some time scales around that. So you can think, okay, I wanted to get, you know, mission one done by the end of the year. Mission one might be, I want to uh, get in front of these type of clients and, mm-hmm. uh, and help them with, well, for me, I, I want to get in front of, you know, um, Uh, professional services people and help them with their marketing great Mm -hmm. right well how do I do that and now instead of going oh 
you know, I'm having a floaty morning. I can go, what steps can I take today to go and to go and make that happen, to go and get in front of those people? Who do mm-hmm. I know? Who can I give a ring to? Who can I drop an email to? Who can I go connect with on LinkedIn? Um, who knows who I want to get in front of? How can I go and make friends with them and go and see what happens from that? And mm-hmm. it, it really is about sort of building those networks. And once you've, once you've got focus on the thing that you're trying to do that day, then your brain will kick into, yes, how? How can, how can we do that? How can we do that? Yeah. And also, um, well, going back to my five-second rule thing, is to actually do it, is to have yes. a marketing plan, is to act, because it, you can actually have a lovely list in front of you and go, oh, yeah, number one, I'm supposed to do this. Number two, I'm supposed to do that. And then three, oh, I'll have a cup of coffee. But you've got to do it. <laughs> number one, that's number one. It's number one. It's just to, to jump in and do it, isn't it? You know, yeah. to, to be brave, to, to, you know, to, take the, to, to make that call, to make that email and just think, well, what's the worst that's going to happen? They might go, no, not interested in you. Yes. But if they do, so what? You're not going to die. No, no. That, that is literally the worst thing that can happen. But your, yeah. your, your resilience will come in putting yourself out there and doing those things. And I mean, I yeah. think back to the time I first started out, I never would have you know, lifted the phone or even emailed people that I didn't know and just say, mm. oh, hi, you know, I'd really love to have a coffee with you or something. That would have been petrifying to me. Mm-hmm. And now I just don't think anything of it. Because like you say, the worst thing that can happen is they don't reply or they're too busy or they're not interested. And you're just like, oh, thanks very much, you know. Um, and and then move on to your next victim. <laughs> I think I think that's a, the, a real good point, really, as well. Is that you know, uh, as we kind of work within our sectors, we all kind of you know take influence and then evolve and grow. Um, and I can think back to when I first started in the industry. I never wanted to speak to a client. I was happy, you know, working behind the scenes doing some creative. But I never really wanted to go face to face with clients. And then, of course, I had my own. A small pot of clients for the company I work for to handle and it all kind of evolves from there so it's one step at a time but I think a lot of people are probably ready to dive into their business aren't they you know maybe they have spent some time in another area and now feel the time is right for them and your tip about resilience and the books and so forth it's just outstanding thank you very much absolutely Amanda yes great it's been really really interesting to chat to you Oh, thank you very much. Yes, everyone, um, come and connect with me on LinkedIn. Say hello. I'm happy to have a chat and anything that I can um, pass on your way with a tip would be wonderful. Thank Great. you. And You can find uh, Amanda's website, uh, sorry, Derrick, uh, win-marketing.co.uk. You can send her an email, Amanda at, and of course you can uh, get hold of Amanda through our website, which is intune-radio.co.uk, or send an email to info at intune-radio.co.uk. Thank you very much, Amanda. Thanks for joining us. We'll speak to you again shortly. Thank you, Amanda. Thank you. Cheerio. Intune Radio, business with beats. Hi, thank you for listening to Intune Radio. You've probably discovered that this is the version without beats. To listen to the full programme, as we'd like you to, uh, with beats, that's with commercial available music that sets the tone and the pace and makes everything sound really more uplifting and fun, then please go to our website, that's intune-radio.co.uk and listen to the full programme, grab yourself a coffee and enjoy. Thank you.
that was Sounds of Blackness and Pressure um, and thought it was quite apt for um, uh, Amanda's tips about building resilience and so on. Darren. Absolutely. Yep, absolutely. So we are coming to the end oh, of no, our already. very first in tune uh, <laughs> showcast. Uh, <laughs> if you want to hear think- the full episode, you should go to intune-radio.co.uk because we yep. can't, we're not allowed to play music through, um, through iTunes and, and Spotify, but we can on our own website. So we've got a relevant music license to come along and have a listen to the show packed with actual commercially available music. Darren, yeah. sorry to impart that, but I thought very important that, to let everybody know. Yes, yeah, exactly, yep. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yeah, so as I say, thank you so much for listening. Um, do please look out for our Christmas show. Uh, as I say, it's going to be packed. We're going to have um, amazing local uh, music artists and a charity record re- release. Really? We are going to hear release. We're going to hear um, two top tips from a couple of our business experts, and also we are going to hear from everybody, aren't we, Wayne? We're going to hear from everybody. So everyone's going to impart a nice Christmas message, and you'll hear from all of our experts in due course on the uh, on the Christmas show. But mm-hmm. uh, in true traditional club style i used to dj in clubs not very well but in true traditional club style people will chant one more one more one more because they don't want to they don't don't want to go home or something like that and you normally end it with a club classic something Mm -hmm. that really gets people jumping around and excited and this has been our first show i'm very excited about this show and what we can do um with shows coming up and the other people we're talking to to join us to be out on our experts our board of experts so um Darren, thank you for coming on this journey with us and helping with the show it's been amazing that's okay and i'm looking forward to jumping around i i thoroughly enjoy <laughs> club music a bit past going to clubs nowadays but um i'm very happy to dance around on my own here <laughs> <laughs> so what is this wonderful track what are we well, going to hear here we are Jerome, please it's called promise land very apt yep from joe smooth thank you everybody Brilliant. thank you we'll speak to you again soon all right cheers wayne cheers everybody Bye now. Hi, thank you for listening to Intune Radio. You've probably discovered that this is the version without beats. To listen to the full programme, as we'd like you to, uh, with beats, that's with commercial available music that sets the tone and the pace and makes everything sound really more uplifting and fun, then please go to our website, that's intune-radio.co.uk and listen to the full programme, grab yourself a coffee and enjoy. Thank you.